Hello and welcome to another episode of Movie Thoughts. I'm your host, Dominic Tartamella, and we are in the full swing of, of Indiana Jones anticipation, right? Because the fifth and final Indiana Jones film opens up next week, The Dial of Destiny. This is it. This is it, folks. Harrison Ford's 80 years old. Uh, this is probably going to be the last Indiana Jones. Uh, this is the first one after, you know, Disney has acquired the film rights. So uh, people are anticipating, right? There's been some uh, word of mouth. It wasn't getting the best word of mouth, but I'm not going to fucking let that affect my opinion of the movie. I'm going to go see this fucking thing and hopefully I enjoy it. But uh, in honor of the Indiana Jones movies, in honor of this being the final one coming out, I figured let's get in to the Indiana Jones franchise. So a couple episodes ago, I talked a little bit about Raiders of the Lost Ark, the original, the one that started it all for Indiana Jones, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Harrison Ford, uh, and all that fun stuff. And now we're talking about the follow-up. We're talking about Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, uh, a film that <laughs> it's got a lot going on in it. Uh, to say the least, right? So now Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is uh, the first movie to put the title Indiana Jones and the, right? And this would obviously go on to be the thing. I talked about in the last episode in future DVD releases, they started calling Raiders of the Lost Ark Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which isn't really accurate. I'm glad they're kind of going back to the original, now when you pick up the movie a lot of time, it does say Raiders of the Lost Ark, above all else. I mean, they never altered the title or anything in the actual movie, but just box art and shit like that. But yeah, Temple of Fucking Doom. Now, the interesting thing about this film is that it is a prequel. This is something that slips under the radar if you're not somebody who pays attention to the years and stuff, because they don't, they don't, you know, outright announce that it's a prequel. Uh, but if you go off you know, the year that Raiders of the Lost Ark opens at, and if you go off the year that this opens up at, it's before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, uh, the main reason they did this uh, from Steven Spielberg and George Lucas's perspective was that they did not want the Nazis to be the villains again, which I get. Uh, it's one of those things, it's kind of like silly. I mean, when I watch the Indiana Jones movies, uh, I watch them in release order. I watch Raiders, I watch Temple, Last Crusade, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh, when I when I'm able to <laughs> when I'm able to stomach it. But uh, this this was, so it's not really like it doesn't change much. I mean I don't I think maybe one time I tried to watch Temple of Doom first and it just it just doesn't feel right because this is the second movie. You know there's, there's I talked about the sword scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's even a callback to that which is like it being a prequel wouldn't make any sense, but whatever, it's, it's all bullshit, it's because, as I said, they didn't want the Nazis to be the villains, uh, you're also getting a more, like, pessimistic Indiana Jones in this, he's a little bit more for himself and shit like that, but this movie opens fucking great, I mean, he's doing a fucking deal, um, he, he's fucking wearing a white fucking suit, and he's fucking, it's just, like, they had to top the boulder scene, uh, and the tomb scene, you know, from the original, so they have this, right, it opens up with a musical number, anything goes, all that shit, 
and then we get down to the action. Indiana Jones is, is having a back and forth, and he's fucking a deal goes to shit. He ha- he drinks poison. He's running around. He fucking kidnaps um, Kate Capshaw's character, right? And he's fucking running around with her now. Kate Capshaw, uh, who plays Willie Scott, was uh, I, I think she started dating Steven Spielberg this time, and they later got married. And listen. Uh, she's, she's a bit annoying. All right. Let's, let's face it. She's been annoying. I, I think she's doing the job that she was hired for. I just feel like she's a little bit much. She screams throughout this fucking movie all the time. And this is one of those things. Listen, we all, as movie fans, we all have those little pet peeves of movies that when we kind of get in the mood to watch them and maybe something that gets us in the mood or something that kind of turns us off and says, eh, I don't feel like fucking watching it. <sighs> she's been, I hate to say it, but she's she's a little bit of the reason sometimes why I don't watch this movie. I mean, because just the screaming and, if, and, and the fucking, the food scene that comes later, which we'll get to, but... Um, you know, she's like I said, she's doing. She's not the worst. She's not like she's a bad actress. The character's just fucking annoying, and I, I guess that's her job. You know, she's kind of the polar opposite of Marion uh, in the first one, and and I guess that's the point, right? At this point, too, they wanted to kind of do like Indiana Jones. You know, as he was inspired by James Bond, they kind of wanted to do him. Uh, you know, having a different girl in every movie, and that that goes to work. Obviously, Marion comes into play later on but uh in in the fourth one but you know we'll get to that when we get to that but yeah this fucking opening scene is great like i said a lot of action a lot of back and forth uh sets the tone for the rest of the movie uh the, like i said the antidote the anecdote what the fuck uh, the antidote anecdote what the fuck am i saying the antidote scene uh great you know Indiana Jones punches a fucking girl at one point in his, like, chaos of being poisoned, and he kills a bunch of people. He throws a fucking, like, shish kebab thing through some guy's chest. It's a, it's It sets the tone, as I said. You get a little, you get a little uh, the, the Easter egg in there, Club Obi-Wan, and then you meet Short Round, right? Now, Short Round is, um, <laughs> he's played by Ki-Hu Kwan, who is also known for the Goonies, and he was just recently in uh, the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which I thought was fucking overrated, and I really didn't like. But he was fun in it, and he won a fucking Oscar, so good for him. I'm happy for him, because the guy's been around for a long time, and he's fucking great in this movie. Short Round is such a fun character. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Short Round, from what I've heard, haven't been delving into spoilers of Dial of Destiny, but he is not in that movie in no capacity. There's been like kind of like an online campaign to try to say like that some fan art make, made and stuff that like short round should get his own spin-off continuing the Indiana Jones series and like a t- television show, a Disney Plus show and I, I'm down for it. I'm down for short round to make his triumphant return because he has the the history there. We've seen him in a movie, we can see him as a grown man now and see how he is, see how Indiana Jones affected his life. You could add some stuff to the mythology, but I'm down if they do it. I don't know if they're going to do it. Uh, but yeah, couple things. As I said, he's good. He works. His humor works. You know, no no time for love, Dr. Jones. I'm not going to do the accent because maybe some people will be offended if I do the accent. <laughs> I don't really give a shit if you're offended. But uh, just a fun side character. Probably, you know, 
this is the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to get into Kingdom of Crystal Skull, but like this character just works so much better than, let's say, a Mutt Williams, right? Uh, Shia LaBeouf, and I, I didn't hate Shia LaBeouf in that movie, but uh, as I said, we'll, we'll try. Let me stick to this one. Now, the food fucking scene, the scene when they're eating the fucking sn- the, the snake inside snakes and fucking monkey brains. Yet again, another reason why I don't watch this movie all the time is just thinking about that scene. It's fucking gross. Uh, the gross imagery, it's funny, but it, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's just one of those notorious scenes that just lives in your brain. And as I said, doesn't exactly get you in the mood to watch this movie when you think about that scene. Harrison Ford in this fucking movie, he had a, a back injury, I believe, where he had to have, like, a, I don't know if it was a hernia. He had to have surgery on it, but he's fucking, like, he's jacked in this movie. He's much, he's much more, like, chiseled than, than he is in the, in the original. You know, he had a shirt off and stuff like that, his shirt's all ripped, but this fucking movie goes to some dark places, right? I mean... The ripping out of the the hearts, the the the, the going into the, the pits of hell and burning, and there's a lot of fucking shit going on in this movie that's dark. It's funny because apparently, like George Lucas had just gone through a divorce with his wife, and then Steven Spielberg had just had like a bad breakup too, and like they put a lot of that. Uh, you know, anger and angst and whatever the fuck into this movie. It's it's a darker movie. You know, I think that George Lucas also said, like, he wanted to try to make it darker, kind of like Empire Strikes Back was darker compared to Star Wars, uh, the original Star Wars. And, uh, you know, some things work, some things don't. I mean, this is probably, and I'm getting into the rankings as I do these. Uh, I said that Raiders of the Lost Ark was probably my second favorite. This, uh, as far as ranking, right, second best in my opinion, uh, this is probably third, um, third best out of the four that have been made, right, and you could probably assume what the others are, but as as we do the movies, we'll get to them, but yeah, this place, this movie goes in some dark places, I mean, it's fun, it just doesn't have the, you know, I think the lighthearted fun that the original had. Um, but as I said, I guess the divorce and their, what they were going through in life played a a role in that. You know, there's, there's some good action stuff. I mean, the fucking minecart scene, which, you know, rewatching it nowadays, the minecart scene is like, obviously was the inspiration for that fucking Donkey Kong Country level. If you're a big fan of Donkey Kong Country, uh, for Super Nintendo and that whole series, you know, the minecart level in that game it's like taken right out of this fucking movie, and it's fun. All the like, it's, you know, there's a lot of danger, and the, the it's cool to watch it nowadays too because you see it's all practical. Even when the the people chasing them fall into their deaths and stuff like that, and those are the things. Like I said, with the first uh, Indiana Jones film, Raiders, you you don't get nowadays uh, the practical effects and and just the way it's shot and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, there's also the fucking classic bridge scene. At the end, I mean, it's pure, like, lunatic Indiana Jones. Like, <laughs> and the whole, what does he, what does short round say? He's like, he's not nuts, he crazy. I did the voice. <laughs> That's me doing the short round voice. I couldn't, it's just that you can't even, you can't not do it. You can't fucking not do it. Uh, but such a fun character. 
uh, in this one too. Like, especially because Indiana Jones is like a psychopath in this movie. And you really, you know, he's crazy. Obviously, you know, he's fucking swinging around, going for search of artifacts and tools. But in this one, he's like fucking extra crazy. Uh, just the shit he does. He kills a lot of people. That bridge scene, as I said, like him hitting the fucking bridge. Uh, you know, whatever the hell he says, time to meet your maker, time to meet whatever the fuck the God's name is. And the, the terror in everybody's eyes when they, the bad guy's eyes, when they realize what he's doing, it, it, it's great. These fucking people are feeding, you know, people are getting fed to fucking crocodiles and shit like that. This fucking movie gets dark. Uh, so dark that Temple of Doom was one of the pushing factors the invention of PG-13 and I and later G rating uh, w- when that came into play, but specifically PG-13. Like, it was this movie and it was Gremlins, the original Gremlins. They were a big, uh, you know, contributing factor to another rating. I know Steven Spielberg, I think he reached out to the Motion Picture Association of America, whatever the fuck it is. That's, that's a shady thing, uh, as it is just in general. But he reached out to them because... Uh, you know, there was kind of like a little bit of a backlash after this movie because it was rated PG. And, you know, they basically trusted uh, Steven Spielberg with this material and all that. And then you watch the fucking movie and it is it is dark. So this is one of those films that later on, uh, you know, I think Temple of yeah, uh, Last Crusade, rather, was PG-13 after this. And then... Just to have that, I mean, it's smart, I mean, because really before then it was just either PG or R, as I said, they introduced PG-13, that helps with a lot of movies later on, and then I think somewhere between two they start doing G-rated movies, which, you know, Disney movies would get, I mean, it's, it's an interesting time when you go back and you watch movies from the past, I mean, I talk about Beetlejuice in this movie, uh, on this podcast all the time, but like, Beetlejuice is rated PG, and that's fine. Um, you know, there's a lot of death and stuff like that. It's about fucking ghosts, but like he drops the F bomb in that movie. You know, Michael Keaton says nice fucking model and the movie's rated PG. I don't know how that didn't get PG 13. Um, but, but it got PG, whatever. It was a weird, it was a weird time for rating movies, but yeah, this, this is one of those movies that, that sets the tone along with gremlins. As I said, that changes things and they had to do what they had to do, which uh, for good reason. But yeah, this is, yeah, third favorite Indiana Jones. It's not, listen, it's got a lot of stuff that's, you know, eh. but it's also got a lot of good stuff in it. It's got fucking Harrison Ford in its prime. Fucking Dan Aykroyd is in a quick cameo. There's a lot of good humor in it. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of fun adventure. It doesn't have the, uh, you know, the same amount, I think, as Raiders of the Lost Ark or it doesn't have it pound for pound uh, every second. You feel like you're getting something new, but it does a good job. There's enough action. There's ridiculous stuff. And that's the thing about Indiana Jones movies, which I'll get into when I get to like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and stuff like that, because there's a lot of hate with that movie. And as much as I don't love it, I do like it for the most part. But like everybody talks about the ridiculousness and some of the things in that movie. This, these movies have always been ridiculous. I mean, especially, you know, if you even if you're going to start with Temple of Doom, I mean, they go out of a fucking airplane into like a, what is it, a raft, 
and they survive. They live to tell about it. So there's a lot of bizarre stuff. Not not everything is so grounded in reality, and even the uh, you know the the magic and the mystical shit that has happened in all four of these movies, they're all on the same level. I mean, we start with Raiders. They're getting their faces melted. We go in this one. There's fucking people getting their hearts ripped out and bursting into flames and this and that. Last Crusade, we'll get to. But there's a night. There's a fucking, essentially a fountain of youth we're drinking from, right? And Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has fucking aliens. Is it, are they all, you know, that different from each other? I'm curious. As I said, I've been careful and haven't read anything about Dial of Destiny. But, like, I'm curious where they take it with the magic and the mystical in that one. Uh, but is anything really out of line in an Indiana Jones movie? I mean, you could do you could do anything. It, I, it doesn't bother me seeing all this shit. But yeah, this is, all, uh, as I said, this is a more like pessimistic, kind of negative Indiana Jones. I guess they didn't want to have him, uh, you know, believe in magic and stuff like that because it's set before Raiders. So, you know, he he hasn't seen all the crazy shit that uh happens in that but yeah good movie temple of doom it's 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 a classic listen i mean it, it goes the original trilogy of indiana jones are classics you can't you can't knock them listen some of them are better than others and stuff like that but they're all fun i enjoy them all and uh they they all have the classic label to me when it gets into kingdom of the crystal skull pro- probably not a classic but a fun Indiana Jones movie we will get to. But yeah, Temple of Doom. Um, second movie. Uh, builds on the universe. It's still weird, as I said earlier. It's still weird that it's a prequel. I, I don't know. It's not really necessary. It's one of those things. I, I think half people, half the people don't even fucking realize it's a prequel when you're watching it. Because there's, there's no indication. It's not like they stop and they're like, this one is set before Raiders. And it wasn't until like years later that they really started acknowledging it anyway. Like, I remember the videotapes of Indiana Jones, um, and then they had the videotapes of the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, and they were all, like, labeled um, in, in a certain order, like, numbered. And I believe they put Temple of Doom before Raiders, like, in, in that collection or those videotapes. They do shit like that. Is like it's one of those things. It's kind of pointless. I I'll always watch Raiders first and follow it up with Temple of Doom and close it out with the other two. So it is what it is. But yeah, Indiana Jones. I'm fucking excited. Uh, as I said, as you can tell. Um, but next, I don't know if it's gonna be the. I'm gonna try to do Last Crusade and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm gonna get into this week. Gonna get into them and lead right into Dial of Destiny, as I said, because this is the final Indiana Jones. We gotta, we gotta celebrate it. I was gonna do it all as one episode and just talk, uh, as I've done in the past with other things, but I'm like, you know what? Let me split it. Let me savor it. Figure I'll do these little shorter, kind of twenty minute episodes on it, just giving my feelings, and you know, talking about it. I don't know. I as as I said last time, maybe I'll get into not probably not now. But maybe a bonus Indiana Jones episode. I'll talk about some of the young Indiana Jones shit down the road. Or uh, particularly that episode that Harrison Ford's in. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Is, is anybody else as excited for Indiana Jones? Close it out. 
80-year-old Harrison Ford. I'm really curious to see the de-aging and how that works and how it holds up. Because sometimes de-aging is, is kind of here and there. You know, it takes you out of it a little bit. But we'll see. We'll see. I think it's only the first half of the movie from what I hear. So I'm sure it'll be fine. But if this is the first time you listen to the podcast, thank you for listening. Check out the other episodes. As I said, uh, I did the Raiders episode a couple episodes ago. I did the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings. I did The Flash. We're keeping it going, right? We're podcasting. I also do another podcast with my friend Ryan, a Rambo podcast called It's a Long Road, where we're talking about Rambo 4. We're going to work our way to Rambo 5 and finish it up. And you could go listen to us talk about Rambo 3 and stuff like that in previous episodes. And this is a lot of fun. If you like action movies and all that fun stuff. We we overanalyze the the Rambo series. So <laughs> a series that probably doesn't need overanalyzing. But that's that's what we do. But yeah, thanks for listening. Check out the other episodes. Check me out on TikTok. Twitter and Instagram at Dom Solo Reels, where I put some funny movie content and funny videos up from time to time. And thanks for listening. Have a good night.